continue on our word, God is able. Uh, our text, our main text is uh, Matthew chapter 9. We've been sharing on that for some time. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 31. Matthew chapter 9, 27 to 31. It says, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus steadily warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all the country. Father, we thank you for your word, your grace. Speak to us, correct us, change us, mold us, shape us, make us what you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, there, there are three uh, absolute uh, facts um, when it comes to God and also his, you know, ableness. Number one fact is that man is limited and finite. Man is limited and finite. Man is incapable to deliver himself. Man is incapable to defeat his enemies or accomplish God's will on this earth. You have to come to a point where you realize that you have limitations. That's why the Bible says, I can do all things. And it doesn't end there. So I can do all things, but through what? Through Christ, who does what? Who strengthens. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me, or who gives me what? Who gives me strength. I know there are motivations where they say you can do it, you can do it, you are able, but let me tell you, man by himself has got limits. Man by himself will never attain the purpose or the ultimate purpose that God has laid in his life. Man without God cannot deliver himself. You cannot deliver yourself. You need God. This world needs God. And without God, this world will never maximize its potential. Is showed. 
in our weakness. What does it mean? It means when we acknowledge that God is superior, that he is God, that he is in control, then he does what? He takes over our situation. Now, remember, Moses was a leader, and he understood this. And he declared in Numbers chapter 11, verse 14, he says, I am not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is heavy for me. I'm not able to leave these people alone because the burden is heavy. When you do life alone, life becomes a burden and it becomes heavy. When you do things by yourself, it becomes heavy. You are saying to God, I cannot leave these people alone. And I believe that this is the reason why our government is facing what they are facing. Because they have excluded God in the things that they are doing. And the burden has become so heavy for them that they are leading us into ruins. And they are leading us into destruction. But someone, how, how does it happen that you earn two million every month, but you still eat uh, the PPE money? And we're talking about billions. And nobody's able to see that until later. It's not like they've stolen five friends. While we have people who are struggling, while we are having people who slept without eating, while we had people who were dying, leaders saw an opportunity to enrich themselves. Because life is not about God, it's about them. To be honest, without God, no one can lead people to victory yes, and to fulfillment. Yes, Even for me leading the ministry or for any pastor, you cannot lead any church without God. You cannot lead your house without God or your marriage. You need God. Amen. Let's not be casual about God. We start a lot of things without involving God. And when there are problems, it is then we cry to him. When we start most of the things, we feel that we can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I am capable. I, I'm wise. I'm wisdom. You have, you, I have wisdom. You are just wise in your own eyes. And not acknowledging God before you start anything is pride. And it will lead you to rule. Destruction and to faith. So many things that we could have succeeded did not succeed because people did not involve God in their business. Even the young people, when you tell each other, do you involve God? <laughs> or you just go in? Some even in marriage, they just go in. Then when there is trouble, then we call God. 
admitted, the sooner you realize that, the better. Now, the children of Israel understood this when they were facing the, gi the, the giants in Numbers 13, verse 31. Numbers 13, verse 31. And they said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. They were telling God to say, God, we are not able to face these giants. For they are stronger than us. You know, man in his own mind think he's able to do all things. But we can only do all things through Christ who strengthens us. If we carry things in our shoulders, we end up living in worry, in stress, depressed, living in shame. Because we are carrying the Lord. But God says, all of you who are heavy laden, come to who? Come to me. And I will do what? I will give you rest. Let me tell you, man knows that by himself is limited. Go outside. You see some people, uh, you know, putting some things here. Some skin of an animal. Some does a nopkiri in the taxi. Some they put salt before they sleep. Some the, their ropes, uh, you know, on their waists. Because man realizes that alone I cannot achieve the things that I want to achieve. So they want some extra help. There are those you don't know before they get to where you get to work, they are there and sprinkling water in your office. Because they want your position. Some sprinkle the salt. Because they don't want you to be better than that. But you don't recognize God in the morning when you wake up. You don't recognize God when you get into your car. You live as if everything is normal. Basalan, God is able. I mean, we used to have uh, how would you move? I'm not so to that I hope you so if you want to do things by yourself, God will wait. Uh, you know, just say, let's see what, what, what he does. And you will do it, watula, watula, then you do what? You come back. So let's put God first in whatever that we do, because God is able. Now, the people of Judah understood this when they were trying to rebuild the walls of the city. You know, that the enemy has destroyed in Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 10. And this is what they said, the strength of the laborers is failing and there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the walls. We are not able, they were telling you, we are not able to rebuild the walls. So they wanted someone who's what? Who is able. You do not afford to be a child of God and not live in prayer. You do not afford to be a child of God and be casual about prayer. 
I know there are people who say prayer is overrated. Let me tell you, prayer works. As the same as you need blood to flow in your body for life, your spiritual life needs prayer for you to conquer. And for you to conquer anything in the physical, you need to conquer it where? In the spiritual. Anything that manifests in the natural has to manifest first way. In the spirit. Now why do we care more about the natural and forget about the spiritual? Why do we care about things that, that don't matter? And things that really matter. We neglect them. We buy nice food for ourselves. We go to restaurants. We buy nice clothes. You buy, you know, nice perfumes. Um, you know, you focus on your work. You do all these things. And I may ask, how much time do you give to prayer in a day? And I'm sure some is minus zero. And yet, we want to progress. Yet, we want to work in healing. Yet, we want fulfillment for our hearts and our soul. And yet, we want healthy relationships. And yet, we want our children to change, to become what we want them to be. And yet, we want to live a life of purpose. There is no life of purpose without God. Even the most Talented people. They can be so talented and people celebrate them. But look at how their lives end. They end up in drugs, substance abuse. They end up seeking for uh, 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 joy, happiness in the things. And let me tell you, nothing can give you joy and happiness. No money will satisfy your black hole. No amount of property will satisfy the black hole that you have. No amount of clothes or gold or diamond will give you the fulfillment that when you wake up in the morning and you say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad. Nothing. No woman will give you satisfaction. No man will give you ultimate satisfaction. But it is only God who is able to give man the fulfillment and the ultimate satisfaction. It is only man who can give, it is only God who can give man a joy that is not sustained by material things. Material things can make you happy, but they cannot give you joy. That's why even the richest of the richest people, they steal from the poor. If you think when you earn two million a month, then you will be satisfied, you are lying to yourself. It's a lie that is being sold by the devil. It's a materialistic lie that is being sold by, by, by the media. I know people who are billionaires but not fulfilled. Millionaires but not fulfilled. They still, they still kill people to get extra money. Because they thought... By become richer, 
then I will become more fulfilled. But that is a lie that has been sold by the system of the world. Let the foundation of everything be God. Let your foundation be God. Let the foundation of your business be God. Of your work be God. Of whatever that you accumulate, whether it's property or what, let the foundation be who? Be God. When you have God, you have fulfillment. You live a life of joy. You live a life of purpose. You live a life that is full of uh, influence. You, know, you are able to touch people's lives. Life is not only about you, but it's about others. You have become a channel for blessing. And that's why God, when he called Abraham, he says, I'm calling you. You know, sometimes we just talk about being rich, but it's not a full statement. Jesus says, uh, God says to Abraham, I am calling you, and I am going to make you rich. But he doesn't add that. He said, so that you could become a blessing. Amen. Now, there's, I'm closing now. There's a seed that is called a dead sea. I don't know you know it. It's close to the Mediterranean Sea, the Far East. This sea stinks. And it is black. Why? Because it doesn't, it doesn't have an outlet. All the fishes come in there, they die in there, the crocodiles, all of these things come in there. When you go there, it's thing. You can't swim, you can't get in there. Because it does, it harvests everything. It is a selfish sea. So it is dead. With all those fishes in there, you can't eat them. Because they stink. It has accumulated so much, but there's no outlet. And this is the principle God is talking about. To say, if I bless you, I want you to become a one, a blessing. That other people will do it, will be blessed through you. Yes. Hallelujah. God is in the business of lifting up people. And if you are a, a child of God, that's the business you need to choose. To lift up people. Life without God is miserable. So all these people discovered that man was never created to succeed on his own. You were never made to succeed on his own. If you want success, seek God and you will enjoy whatever that God is doing.